Blog Talk Radio. We've got Techie Joe with us tonight. It's been an interesting week, hasn't it, dear? Yes, it is. It's been a, definitely an interesting week, and we've got an interesting set of subjects for this evening. So uh, how we do. You... We're going to look. We're going Techie this weekend. This weekend, well, you know the normal crap. You know the stalker shut. You know has to make a little peek out. And go, hmm, can I harass you a little bit? And it's oh, like, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Haven't you I'll figured out, sure dumbass, I'm not in the mood? Oh, we're bringing that one up because that's the reason for the show. Mm. Well, okay. There we go. Yeah. Um, and my listeners know I have a lovely stalker who hasn't gotten the clue. Um, yeah. Now, after a number of years, and they should have, uh, you know, restraining or all that fun stuff. And everyone, you know, that has gone through this, continues to go through this, always look at me and go, well, how do you deal with this? What do you do? He reported to the cops, and most likely with stalking behavior, unless you're in danger, <clears throat> i.e. kidnapped, killed, or abused, they can't do anything. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. Techie Joe has some things that – you know, can help, can help prevent it, can help organize it, can be quite interesting. You know, what was your first solution for us when we started having the soccer problem? Um, Well, that's when um, you were like, hey, okay, I just need an app um, that, you know, y'all can keep track of me. Like, where I'm at, mm-hmm. am I at where I'm supposed to be, have I left the location, have I arrived where I ought to be, have I gone to Kalamazoo, Michigan? You know, like, right. where on where in the world is Ace? Right. So you know, where is Ace and what's Ace doing? You know, um, mm-hmm. and we found a lovely app we use. It's called Life360. Mm-hmm. Um, and it tracks ASIM, my, you know, my Joe, Rainey, Michael can instantly get a hold of me no matter where I'm at. I think it even operates off of 
satellite, not just cell towers. It's something really um, good. Well, it's, Are you gonna... yeah, it, it's it's a great app. Um, it has some minor limitations. Um, it mm-hmm. uses GPS location, so it is satellite mm-hmm. location based. Um, but it does require a minimal data connection to do the update. Right. Um, like it, and when I say minimal data connection, we are talking about it doesn't have to be able to like stream music, like that level of data. You know, so if you're driving down the road and you're having that moment where like your phone is trying to buffer a stupid song. It doesn't need that level of data. Um, it just needs to be able to send something like the world's shortest text message, you know, mm-hmm. effectively coordinates. Mm-hmm. Longitude, latitude, dump it out as a data point. Right. Um, and update the app. Um, right. And it can – and the upside is you can – See your trajectory. So, okay. if you know that you were you you know you started from this point okay. and you were moving, it gives a good idea where you're at. Okay. So, even if it's not immediately updating, okay. you can kind of get a clue what's going on. Okay. You know. If if you've been because it'll give you information like speed, so usually it's or you can even get that just by the the time differential between the updates. Right. You know that you got from point A to point B to point C to point D, and obviously you're doing like seventy miles an hour. Well, um, that or it actually, you know, it has the, dra- the, the driver tracker that tracks the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, where you stop at, you know, so it, it'll show on the map, you know, he stopped it at this site for a minute, he stopped at this site for two minutes, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. The reason, I, you know, it fits into us is it's quick and easy. It wasn't this, okay, I'm leaving the house, so I need to call A, B, and C and say, I'm going to the grocery store. If you don't hear from me in 30 minutes, send help. Granted, my situation ain't that way. They like to be pains in the asses, but we went ahead and took security because I am a public figure. People around, you know, people don't think. YouTubers are public figures. Celebrities are public figures. People working in the public is a public figure. Yeah. These are good things to have. Um, well, yeah, and especially yeah. given the specific situation um, mm-hmm. with Stalker Boy, um, mm-hmm. who, yeah, the long form of that story is just crazy, but mm-hmm. suffice it to say. Um, right. The, the the reality of that is, one, it gives you a lot more freedom. Right. Um, as in, you can kind of just leave the house. You don't have to call okay. everyone and say, hey, I'm going to the store. Hey, I'm going over here. Hey, I'm doing this. You know, 
Mm-hmm. No one has to have your itinerary. Um, right. And get constantly updated because we're getting constantly updated. Um, right. You know, like my her and last week's listeners know who she is. My her mm-hmm. um, all what am I up to? Four of them now? Yeah, four of them. All four of them will ding every time he leaves the house, arrives at the house, goes to the different locations that he has pre-marked. Um, okay. All of those. Um, okay. You know, any common place he stops. Um if he gets close enough to them even, so it sometimes gets funny, um, you know, or interesting at least, um, based on how big that range is, um, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you can trigger one by going past it, (laughs) which is always fun when you leave the house. Yeah, because, you you know, we for security have set them to the minimum, all of them. Mm-hmm. So every place, you know, within that sea, it's like oh, he is within, what is it, 250 feet of this location. He's within 250 yeah. feet of this location. And, yeah, so yeah. so that generally tells us you've left the house or you've arrived at the house. You've gone to the store, mm-hmm. you've left the store. Um, but even with the mm-hmm. store, because of where you're parked, um, mm-hmm. that one's always fun. Um, you've left and arrived and left again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the same thing with the house, because of the way the road is and how you have to go, um, mm-hmm. you've left, arrived, and left again. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I just find it cute. I think it's um, awesome. Or you've arrived, left, and arrived. That's fun mm-hmm. too. Um, right. You know. But, yeah, it, it gives us a good general idea where you're at. Plus, we can sit there and see your little pen mm-hmm. on, well, your little face uh-huh. on the app and your name. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the most annoying part of the app is that it also updates you um, with information like your phone battery is dying. Yeah. Um, that's that's the one that I and I give the app creators some credit there. That mm-hmm. is the most annoying alert that it has because it doesn't mm-hmm. tell you. Oh, by the way, his phone's low. It goes kind of like it goes kind of crazy. Like you mm-hmm. hit it threshold, uh, and you can change that a little bit. Um, but you mm-hmm. hit it threshold for low battery, and that thing just goes nuts. Like mm-hmm. you need to tell him to charge his phone now. <laughs> yes, Which but then I the inverse the when you plug it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's great. I love it. Um, but the mm-hmm. first time it went off, and I'm sitting here like, 
you're sitting five feet from me. What's the problem? Um, and realizing that, you know, oh, it's a phone battery alert. Oh, that's cute. And mm-hmm. it wasn't really a big deal at the time. Like, you're sitting five feet away from me. Mm-hmm. And then it kept going, and it kept going, and it kept going. And it's like, hand me your phone. Like, I can't deal with it anymore. We're plugging up your phone now. Oh, and I'm I, done. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I get this. I get those messages from my assistant. that says, "Plug in your phone." Reason mm-hmm. being is my assistant gets um, it on their computer, their cell phone, their her, aka, you know, the Amazon's lovely device that I don't want to set off right now. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, constantly they know where I'm at. They know what's going on. Um, It has a Mm -hmm. thing in there where they can ping my phone and say, check in. Yeah. Or if they don't get an alert, they can talk to her and tell tell her to tell 360 to check in. And it blows my Mm -hmm. phone up. Yeah. You know, so that's really helped with this situation. What we're going to talk mm-hmm. about tonight is, you know, how not to get into this situation to where you're being tracked all the time. You, you know, carry a pistol all the time. You're going, oh, great. They're back again. Because we all mm-hmm. say, we all make those connections. No, people are not all sane out there. Wish they were. No. They're not. Unfortunately, and, they're not. Yeah, well, and there's old school ways of doing this. Um, <clears throat> you know, kind of flashing back the whole way to gay.com days. Um, <clears throat> or at least that far back. Um, even then, I, I started having realizations and, and time period as well. Um, mm-hmm. Matthew Shepard, Hot Topic, that traumatized a lot of us. For those of, uh, for, for anyone listening who came along or was too young when Matthew Shepard, when his life ended, um, mm-hmm. go back, watch the story. It was bad. Um, mm-hmm. But that kind of led to some thoughts for everyone. Um, mm-hmm. or should have uh, regarding mm-hmm. safety, and I know for me it was the okay. I really don't want to end up dead tied to a fence post. Not really a game plan I'm going for here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it kind of started with leaving myself voicemails. Very simple, very quick, very easy. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do this. I knew that at the time, this is a Joe's been missing for three days. What the f- happened? Right. Kind of response. Like, this isn't so that you find me alive and safe. This is so you can find my body and potentially prosecute the a-hole who did this to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so we started, I started there. 
um, mm-hmm. and also updated it if anything changed. Like if I got a phone call en route and someone says, hey, let's meet here instead of there. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Just a minute. Call mm-hmm. my voicemail. Leave me an updated message. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I'll be down the road. Um, and so sure. it morphed from that to leaving myself notes and the voicemail. Um, mm-hmm. So if I go out in the middle of the night and it involves another human that I don't know really well, there's a note, uh, or used to be. There used to be like printed directions and a note with the username, you know, what time I left, mm-hmm. yada, yada. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of brought a friend into that. It's, hey, if you don't hear from me, always check my desk. Mm-hmm. Check my voicemail. Mm-hmm. Between those two, you should be able to piece back what happened. Because anyone mm-hmm. else that I left at 2 o'clock in the morning um, is someone I know. Right. So, you know, um, if I'm dead mm-hmm. in a ditch and there's no note on my desktop, mm-hmm. look to my friend group. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my friends has killed me. Uh, right. One of I your laugh, friends has killed you. One of your... Seriously. Well, you know, and I used to do that. Um, you know, I would email myself because my email, most of my emails are not privately locked. Um, if you're within my organization, it doesn't take you that long because you'll get a phone call. Hi, I'm out of a data area. I need you to go in and send such and such a message of such and such. Mm-hmm. Joe's done this a number of times. Um, yeah, and, and that is a whole side topic for the state of West Virginia and the uh, the Middle Mile uh, broadband expansion project in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of what mm-hmm. we go through in West Virginia. Right. This is not a problem right. in large in probably a good chunk of the country. In West right. Virginia, our metro areas are so small. Our, our metropolitan or micropolitan communities are so small mm-hmm. that it ends up looking um, kind of like a molecule chain. You have mm-hmm. this big dot, like say Charleston. Mm-hmm. That's a big mm-hmm. dot. That's a micropolitan. And then mm-hmm. everything else follows the interstate. Sort right. of. Sort of. You know, depending upon how much the trees have grown since the tower went up mm-hmm. <laughs> or what time of year it is, you should mm-hmm. at least have cellular phone voice service. Um, right. You may not have data. Um, you may not have data. Yeah. But as you yeah. move away from the micropolitan and away from the interstate, Mm-hmm. You're lucky if you have voice at all. Um, and then there's whole parts of 
of West Virginia that have no service. There's nothing. And especially with data, there is nothing. There, or more importantly, kind of like McDowell County, once you get a little ways into that county, you have no data, you have no phone service, you are completely off-grid. You got nothing. You're in a hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, um, and especially with something like Life 360, that is a concern. That, hey, mm-hmm. if you've got an event scheduled there, <laughs> you know, Yeah, who's going with you? Exactly. Um, you know, at, at least try to, 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 you know, change the scenario there. Um, that mm-hmm. there's more than one person. Um, and, and that's another um, way to handle safety. Um, sure. Not always great at two o'clock in the morning when you're on grinder. Not really the best plan, mm-hmm. but you know, not always feasible. Right. But that's another option, especially in your situation, which is dealing with the aftermath of when it all goes wrong. But anyway, kind of getting back. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, yeah, there's – and I know you were talking about an app that I was not as familiar with. Um, Mm -hmm. I've kind of heard of them. Though, Mm -hmm. honestly, if someone had asked me for something like this, I would have just said, ah, go get a Google Voice. That's not quite the same as this. No, that's not quite the same as this. Here's the scenario. You're going on a blind date. Mm -hmm. You don't know if you like this person or not. You don't want them having your direct phone number. Or better yet, you're out at the club. This is when I used to use this app a lot. And before it was an app, it was a website. Back in our gay.com days, Mm -hmm. you go in, you sign up with an email address and a phone number. Mm -hmm. And it gives you another phone number, like Google Voice does. And that phone number is only for you. You take that phone number, you can give it out to 100 people that night at the club, no matter how good your beer goggles are, or as I like to call them, my vodka contacts. Mm-hmm. They can call <laughs> you. They could, when texting became a thing, they were able to text you, and you were able to text them back through the website. But if you don't check that in a week, it's gone. They close the account, they delete your content, they delete the messages, and you can move on. Mm-hmm. This is wonderful for giving people your number when you're not sure Without who you're giving, giving it to. Your right. You're right. So you, you don't get 1,001 text messages of, oh, my God, I saw you at the club last night. I am just in love with you. Let's go get married. That rains mm-hmm. down into... Oh my God! I'm coming to kill you because mm-hmm. they get you gave them your phone number so they can find your Facebook, they can find your Twitter, your everything, and then you have a situation. Well, yeah, and that's that's a good point to pause. 
with Mm -hmm. a stalker. This is someone forming an inappropriate attachment, Mm -hmm. both in um, the sense of a, a feeling of closeness that doesn't make sense, Mm-hmm. Also, in the form of anger and upset that that's not returned, mm-hmm. um, there's a potential for intensive violence. Um, mm-hmm. But all of this starts at a malformed attachment. Mm-hmm. You know, this is someone who literally meets someone or can meet someone. Mm-hmm. And they will have a conversation later about you. Like they met you one time for five minutes. This is the love of their life. Uh, You love them back. You're getting married. You're going to have a house. Um, You're just perfect for each other. Um, You know, the world is an amazing place because you're in it. Right. Out of five minutes. Right. And or then the obsession starts. Right. Yeah. Or and less. what's weird is, in, you know, we hear a lot about people, you know, famous stars having stalkers. What people don't realize mm-hmm. is one in five people have a stalker. 61% of mm-hmm. those are females. 44% of them are male victims. Mm-hmm. And... Forty-six percent of those stalking victims experience at least one unwanted contact per week. Yeah, and I would also point out there's stalkers. Mm-hmm. There are also people who exhibit stalking behaviors. Mm-hmm. It's a little different. Kind of comes from the same place, or and I'm not saying any of this psychologically. I'm just saying. Here's the experience. This is how it looks. Um, There's Mm -hmm. also stalking behaviors. And Mm -hmm. I've dated people who have exhibited stalking behaviors. Um, Mm -hmm. And what those are, it's not... There's a legit relationship there. Or there was. It's more so the obsession and the need to know where you are, what you're doing, what's going on, even if you mm-hmm. don't want to share that. And I'm not even talking sure. about, uh, like, your – like, if you're cheating on your significant other and your other tails you to the motel you're hooking up at, that's not stalkering behavior. Now, when you're dating someone, and that's not stalkering behavior. Um, That is tracking behavior, um, Mm -hmm. and that usually has a very short lifespan, and that is about figuring out what you're doing and why. Um, Mm -hmm. Not to be confused with stalkering behavior or stalker behavior, Mm -hmm. which can be things like, you're sitting at home and you get a phone call that says, hey, what you doing? And it's like, oh, nothing, you know, watching some TV. What you up to? Oh, nothing. Um, 
So I noticed this car in your driveway earlier. And it's like, you live two cities away from me. Uh-huh. Now, the first time someone says that, it's like, oh, well, that's coincidental that you drove past my house and saw someone was here. The second and third time and the fourth time and the 24th time and the 65th time that sentence occurs, you start to realize that not only does this person find an excuse multiple times a day to drive past your house, but they're doing it to find out what you're doing, who you're talking to, who might be there, um, and, and you know, even if you're in an out-of-the-way area. Mm-hmm. You know, like, we're not talking about you live two blocks apart and it's reasonable. We're mm-hmm. talking it's a 20-minute round trip to get mm-hmm. from their house to your house. And while it may be on the way to a few things, it's like how many times in a week, how many times in a day, per day, so to speak, um, how many times per day and how many times in a week can you go past someone's house? Mark. It, you know, no, no, no. It, it's, it's that. It's like that, that, that's stalkering. That's stalkering. Yeah. It's not stalking. You're not, it's not threatening exactly. It's just controlling and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of throwing back at someone that I always know what you're doing. I always have right. my eye on you. Mm-hmm. And that's a very awkward situation to be in. Um, and I yeah. know this. That's why there are people um, who are more comfortable with, mm-hmm. until they're very comfortable with you, not sharing mm-hmm. their address, um, mm-hmm. hooking up at, or meeting publicly, mm-hmm. and then going, say, you know, if the date goes really, really well, we'll go to a hotel, mm-hmm. right. which can also have its own set of issues. Right. Because, again, you're using a credit card. The minute you quit using mm-hmm. cash, um, mm-hmm. that's an opportunity to see names. Because I've also known people that use maybe – Say their middle name. Mm-hmm. You know, just it's they're not technically, so to speak, lying about their name. They're just using their middle name. Mm-hmm. Um, just to kind of make sure that if this goes sideways, mm-hmm. you might not have all the information to go track them down. Sure. Sure. You know, and, and that that can be key and important is, you know, because if you meet someone like that and you, right. you're pushed into that situation, um, uh-huh. as little information as they can get a hold of, the better. And as little situation, the better. You know, our dating days were gay.com and, you know, or Yahoo Chat. Lord knows we spent a lot. I spent a lot of years in Yahoo Chat, had a great profile, nice friends. Yahoo, bring back the chat. 
nowadays things have kind of moved along. Mm-hmm. And there's other apps. There's Grinder. There's Growler. There's you know um, Adam for Adam. And the commonality with all of those that should point out is if you mm-hmm. turn on, um, regardless of what each tab calls it, but location awareness, i.e., I'm a user, I'm using the app, and I can tell that this profile is 200 and, uh, or 2,873 feet away from me. And I can tell mm-hmm. this profile is one mile away from me. Mm-hmm. And I can tell this profile is three miles away from me. Right. When you do that, you're effectively giving someone a beacon to your location within a couple right. hundred feet. The minute you turn mm-hmm. that on and that location awareness is on, it's mm-hmm. effectively a searchlight in the air that says, I am here. Right. And, so, you know, or I am, you know, 20 miles away from you, or I am 11 miles away from you. But some of the old rules still apply. You know, <clears> you know you're chatting with someone, you want to grab coffee. Fine. For me, I take a screenshot of the message, the profile, and I load it to my side drive. Mm-hmm. It allows a trackable information. Even though, you know, doesn't matter, there's information there to follow that profile. Um, well, and then there's a secondary thing, because we always have to remember that over the last couple of decades, especially, mm-hmm. more and more public space, um, more and more public space comes with cameras. So, right. in all likelihood, any public place that you meet up with someone, like a coffee mm-hmm. shop or a McDonald's or a gas station, any public commercial business, um, especially any chain commercial business, has a camera. Mm-hmm. Right. Most private Even if it doesn't catch their cameras. face, it will catch the car. Right. And that's real big in Britain. You know, in Britain, you can't go anywhere without getting on a camera. The United States is getting there. And personally, I'm kind of liking it. Mm-hmm. You know, if something happens, there is a recording. If something occurs, there is a recording. And then you mm-hmm. have, you know, so, you know, you were telling me about a few different things earlier tonight. Um one was Snapchat, and yeah, Snapchat's kind of cool. It's, it's you know, it's content mm-hmm. for 24 hours. And, you know, that's great if you just want to have a short conversation. Well, it's also useful, though, mm-hmm. in person. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, mostly because since its inception, or since its, you know, arrival in the market, there are become ways to circumvent its um, self-destructing messages, Um, which with Snapchat, the the big alert to it was that you could share a picture and it would self-destruct. 
Mm-hmm. Um, hence the concept of Snapchat. Um, you can mm-hmm. have a chat conversation, and if you want to share a picture of eggplant, you can share a picture of an eggplant, and that picture will self-destruct. That was mm-hmm. its original goal and purpose. Now, that's morphed a little. Mm-hmm. Um, it's now become a little different. Um, I, I, I think most people now understand that, look, you share it anywhere, there's always that potential. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you may not be able to record a video, but you can screenshot an image. Right. Um, you know, even, and it becomes a rat race for companies like Snapchat if they're trying to provide private conversations mm-hmm. to not only encrypt this end-to-end so that it mm-hmm. you know, goes from user to user encrypted and so no one catching it in the middle can see what's in the conversation, mm-hmm. but then also from device to device ensuring that you know, user A shares this content, say an eggplant photo, and user B receives that content and views it, which is the was the ultimate goal is hey, we don't want the user to be able to save it or share it with others or do any of that. We just want mm-hmm. them to view it and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um unfortunately it becomes privacy and becomes a rat race or build a better mousetrap is that Mm -hmm. no matter how good your technology is, someone else will figure out a way around it. So you will make your technology better and someone will figure a way around it. And so you make your technology better, and on and on and on and on and on. Um, And Mm -hmm. it has meant that some privacy apps have kind of changed MO. They're not Mm -hmm. quite what they used to be. Um, For Snapchat, I don't think it's – I think their users kind of got in the beginning that this was going to be a short race. Mm-hmm. And I don't think most of their users were too upset right. when the technology was circumvented one too many times. And mm-hmm. Snapchat just kind of went, okay, we're done. Um, right. It doesn't mean that it's easy to do it. It just means it can. Mm-hmm. And then so, you were talking about, I call it Kiki because of its marketing when it first came out, and it's mm-hmm. now called Kick, which is another private messaging system. Well, yes, and it, um, on a pure, well, and it, it does and doesn't do similar things to um, Snapchat. While it in for end encrypts, if, if I remember correctly, it in for end encrypts, <clears throat> but there's not that same limitation. Um, mm-hmm. It's more so focused on ensuring that as your content goes from point A to point B, it's not exposed mm-hmm. to others. 
So if you're using a public network or predominantly using public networks and predominantly using Wi-Fi, that someone Mm -hmm. can't just connect to your network and see everything you're doing. Right. And that's sort of where it ends. Mm -hmm. That, you know, at the point in which, you know, your user A, you send your eggplant pick to user B, user Mm B, um, I believe can, let me double check, I was actually having mm-hmm. a conversation earlier today. Um, it's perfect timing, and I think that's how we even got on the subject. And I'm just curious. I know it'll let me view. Um, mm-hmm. I know at one point it, uh, yeah, like it even lets me just like directly share. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I can send it to another kick user. Right. And I can save. Yeah, I can long press and mm-hmm. save. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So they've kind of gotten over the concept. Um, right. Or they've never had it to begin with of not allowing you to take an image that another user has sent you and save. Um, right now, the closest you get to that, ironically, is... Um, I believe Grinder does not allow you to directly save images. Um, mm-hmm. But again, screenshot. No. You know, screenshot. You can, and that's not even like a disabled feature. Like, you don't have to work around it. Um, no. You know, press the magical buttons on your phone, usually volume down and power. And you screenshot. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, you're getting the privacy of the conversation in transmittal, and mm-hmm. you know from point A to point B. But once you receive it, you can do with it as you wish. If you want to screenshot yeah. it, if you want to copy and paste, if you want to save images, if you want to share, those are all options you have. Right. But now, this and one kind of caused kind of, some controversy. You know, leads leads mm-hmm. to something that kind of caused a little bit of controversy a couple of years ago, um, mm-hmm. because a lot of Hollywood actors, um, the iPhone cloud was hacked, and all their private personal images were downloaded. All their, you know, shared. Um, what else were they? Downloaded uploaded, made public, and shared. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Apple got to looking into why. And it was because that they were using programs like Vault and other high secret programs. Jared, take it. You're the techie. Tell us about these. Well, and this is where... The first place we need to start in any conversation like this, mm-hmm. um, we generally want to start throwing around the word hacker. Now, here's the thing. What we fail to often do is differentiate that there are ethic, there is ethical hacking 
and there is unethical hacking. Ethical hacking focuses on taking a program, effectively trying to circumvent its security or a system, a process, whatever it is, um, and trying to circumvent its security to get to things you shouldn't be able to access or you shouldn't be able to manipulate or you shouldn't have access to at all. That is to find the vulnerabilities in a system and then give that information to the appropriate people to fix it. So that unethical hackers who go through looking for means to exploit and access a system, keyword exploit, um, who for unethical hacking, your goal is to steal something typically or to destroy mm-hmm. something typically. Destroy, deface, um, illegally obtain um, access to download illegal, 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 and the differential mm-hmm. is what you do with what with the access you shouldn't have when you use it for your own personal benefit mm-hmm. directly personal benefit. Um, that's unethical. Um, so within that. So, so unethical hacking is what occurred. Um, this is someone who found a means to hack into unethically the accounts of celebrities and basically anyone that they wanted to. Um, and obtain content they shouldn't have. Um, sure. Now within that... Um, that was content that the people who um, had saved that, who had stored that, who had uploaded that, um, did not intend to share. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and thought and relied upon um, the various systems that they were attached to to prevent that from happening. Now, the sad reality is there is no perfect system. Some systems are imperfect by design, as in they misrepresent themselves from the word go. Um, And that has happened for probably from the first program, that there, mm-hmm. is, there, there are sometimes ways that are by design included in a system to circumvent normal access or normal security. Sometimes it's done for the convenience of a programmer who may need to push an update into a failed program or for a company that needs to shut down access for someone, say, using an illegal copy. Um, but anytime, and these are known as backdoors. 
any time a program or system has a back door, doors are usually created for a single purpose or a single set of purposes. Mm-hmm. They're not often created with the same security mindset that you would get out of a front door. Um, and what can end up happening is that in some ways that can be considered ethical hacking. You, When you create a back door, um, there's two types of ethical happening, uh, hacking that can occur. The first one is when you exploit that for a good, i.e., or good is relative here, um, such as mm-hmm. shutting down an illegal software or you're um, trying to inject code to fix a program to force an update into it. On the flip side, you may also encounter ethical hacking in which someone finds this problem that, that was not publicly known and alerts the company, hey, your program has a back door. You might want to fix that because here's what I can do with it. Um, that's an opportunity for ethical hacking. And it's not inherently bad. Some of it is by design and arguably not even hacking. It's a design feature. Now, on the flip side, you have the ability for someone who finds this and doesn't report it and uses it for their own benefit. And when they use it for their own benefit is when we have the problem. Right. Um, And that can happen in a variety of ways. That can go from celebrities, which make the news, and all the way down to, you know, say, you know, like the iCloud incident. That makes the news. That's big. Naked celebrities, their phone account or their phone storage has been hacked from the cloud. Um. Big news, big item, lots of mishandling of how to talk about it. But at the end of the day, um, with that, the big news item. What can Mm -hmm. also occur in those situations, depending upon what's stored in those accounts and what that person can access, you can have anything from um, harassment, release of photos, um, someone obtaining financial documents, health information, um, copyrighted information, um, you know, such as like, you know, a pre-release copy of a book or a mixtape or, you know, and leaking that. Um, you know, there, when we stop and think about our digital devices, we have a lot of content on them. Mm-hmm. And that has been also a cross problem with TSA and traveling, especially when you're doing over the border, um, mm-hmm. as to the concept of invasion of privacy. 
mm-hmm. how much privacy should our devices be afforded to, considering how much of us contain? That sure. once upon a time, when you talked about a cell phone, you're literally talking about a device that may or may not even be capable of storing phone numbers. It's, mm-hmm. you know, so all you could potentially get out of it is a list of contacts. And then we moved one step beyond, and okay, so now they all have address books, and there's this new thing called text messaging that no one understands. Um, mm-hmm. It seems really stupid. It's kind of a fad. I don't think it'll last. I was wrong. And <laughs> we move into the smartphone era, and we are, oh, how many years into that now? Too many. Mm, um, I'm on my fourth have... phone, so eight years. Oh, at least. Not like, whoa, way more than that. Um, especially when you start bringing up like blackberries and palms, which anyone under the age of like 18 almost has no idea what those are. Um, but blackberry and palm or research in motion, blackberry devices and palm, which created a line of devices, very, uh, but better in my opinion. Um, anyway, those were some of the predecessors to the modern smartphone, um, kind of revolutionized by Apple with the iPhone. Um, and then we have the lovely Android devices, and so it goes. Um, it's changed our interaction and our definition of what a cell phone is. Um now there are some people that don't really use their self or their smartphone to its full advantage. There are other people this is their only means of doing anything electronic. This is how they surf mm-hmm. the web, this is how they write, you know, a paper for a class, this is how they keep in touch with everyone they know. This is, you know, business documents and financial information and how they file their taxes and, you know, their bank access and, you know, their literal only means of doing anything digitally. This is it. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is a device that sits and contains every aspect of their digital life. And in many ways, every single bit of information about them that you could possibly want to know. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah, when they're mobile. Address, phone number, date of birth, social security number, <clears throat> pictures of uh, we don't even want to get into, and it's everything. So how, sure. you know, but in that, it becomes a problem when we're also trying to protect our privacy. Um, Mm -hmm. Because in one dimension, um, wanting to protect our privacy is a good thing. But choose the wrong app. Choose the wrong service. Choose the wrong Mm -hmm. vendor. Or even choose the right one. Apple is not immune just because it's Apple. 
Microsoft is not immune just because it's Microsoft. Um, And on some levels, um, as Microsoft found out decades ago, sometimes being the most popular can work to your disadvantage. Take, for instance, there are limited numbers of viruses for um, cell phones as a whole category. There are a limited number of viruses that will attack Apple or Linux computers. There are an infinite number of viruses built specifically um, because Microsoft is one of the leading uh, computer operating systems. Um, it has the widest impact um, and the biggest bang for your buck. If you're going to spend your time programming and coding to destroy someone's system or take control of their system or to extort money from them or whatever, Microsoft and Microsoft's OS is what you want to target. So bigger, not necessarily always better. Um, But then there's the flip side problem. You want a reputable company, and when you see a big name, um, you you associate that with, you know, they're going to have better security. They have more resources. They should be able to do this better. Mm-hmm. Um, Not always. With the marketplace, pardon? Not always. Not always, no. Well, Theoretically, mm-hmm. they should be able to, um, theoretically. Um, it doesn't always work out that way, and there's a large number of reasons it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Everything from sometimes when you're the biggest, you know, it, it's a horrible analogy, but it actually works. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of like going – it's – sort of like the old prison advice is on your first day in prison, you pick the biggest SOB you can find and you lay him out. And then no one mm-hmm. with it. Been a trope in movies and books and TVs forever. And mm-hmm. that's sort of what happens when you're the big dog company um, providing a service or a software or an operating system. The bigger you are, the sometimes the bigger a target you are. Mm-hmm. You know, it goes, it, 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 it becomes kind of a diminishing return. Like there's a point in popularity where you're making money and everything's great, and then there comes a point in popularity where that bell curve ends, and you now spend just as much money protecting yourself as you do on productivity. It's kind of crazy. Which is kind of where Microsoft is at. They not only spend a a ton of money on innovation and Mm -hmm. creating new and wonderful and awesome to greater or lesser degree. I have my caveats with Microsoft. I have my caveats with every Mm -hmm. operating system. It's okay. Um, I'm not a fanboy for anyone. Exactly. 
Um, But it also means that as you do that, you also Mm -hmm. start to now have more and more people attacking what you're Mm -hmm. doing. So every new program, every new feature, every change to that system is Mm -hmm. now picked through, picked over, um, picked clean for any opportunity to rip apart the system or to exploit it, gain access, you know, download content, create a virus, crash the system, whatever. It, it is a whatever. point of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, and, you know, the, there are apps out there like Vault, don't use Vault, um, that allow us to create privacy. Mm-hmm. What are some things people should be looking at for those apps? Well, here's the thing. There's multiple definitions of the word privacy, depending upon what you're looking to accomplish. Um, For some people, privacy is, I don't want someone to stalk me. So in that Mm -hmm. case, you're looking towards an app that, Protect as much of your information as you can, and that also involves you consciously thinking about what you're saying, what you're doing, what you're giving away. Um, You can have the best apps in the world, but if you meet someone in a coffee shop and you spend five minutes talking, you know, going, hi, my full legal name is, and I work mm-hmm. in XYZ company, and I graduated high school in this year, and my mother was, um, her maiden name was this before she married my dad, and, you know, on and on and on and on and on. Um, the best apps in the world are useless to you. Think mm-hmm. about what you're saying and what you're doing is a key important. Then, mm-hmm. in addition, making sure that the means of contact that you're giving someone are ways that are not directly revealing. Like, don't right. give away your Facebook ID. Don't give away your, you know, um, phone number so you can text. Use an mm-hmm. app that allows you to create an intermediary or use an app like Kick that, mm-hmm. you know, if you start getting harassed and this is the only way they have to get in touch with you, delete it. Mm-hmm. Create a new account. Log in with that. Go about your life. Um, you know, Sometimes the low-tech solution, though, is the bigger problem, is making sure that while, while we're being genuine and while we're being, you know, honest about who we mm-hmm. are, that we're not saying more than we ought to, mm-hmm. that we're not, you know, 
creating situations in which the best security in the world isn't going to protect uh-huh. you. So with right. that, Kick can be a great one. Um, any app that kind of allows you um, to, so to speak, disguise, which always sounds like it has a negative connotation. So let's call it incognito. Everyone understands uh-huh. the concept of incognito mode. Anything that allows you to have an incognito mode for the important parts of your identity online, um, uh-huh. access to where you work, where you live, who your family members are, on down the road, any of those are great. Um, as for what companies to choose, in general, Try to stick with apps that have reasonable reviews. So we're talking four or five, the four point five stars and higher, based on um, at least hundred thousand downloads and at least a ten um, percent review rate, which is for a hundred thousand plus downloads, is at least one thousand reviews. So and so, especially if you see an app that say has a hundred thousand downloads but only like twenty reviews, that's a bad idea. Because sure. usually, what that indicates is someone installed it, went this is crap, and uninstalled it, sure. or installed it. It's going to do nothing but show me ads every time I blink and uninstall mm-hmm. it. Um, those count for downloads, even if they're not. If, even if they don't remain installed for any significant period of time, um, it right. counts as a download, but the reviews tell the rest of the story. Typically, a normal app will have at least a 10% review rate. Um, and once you hit 100,000 reviews, you typically have a reasonable application. Now, reasonably standard. With privacy, there's a couple of additional. For some people, it it has less to do with the unknown other, and privacy can be more about the knowns, the people we know in our life, and not necessarily wanting to co-mingle, much like celebrities. Um, because ultimately, they're, they had already covered the situation in which the unknown person that they're talking to, that they're chatting with online, that they're whatever, um, or not. Because the way this kind of occurred also involved um, people that were not, that that were in a relationship, weren't using any inappropriate apps. They just kind of side Um, just because in case their phone ever got lost, um, no one would have access to their whole life. Um, Well, not only that, but how many times has someone laid a phone down Mm-hmm. And this is even in the dating situation. You you got to go to the bathroom. You're not going to grab your purse. 
your date book, your cell phone, your wallet, you're going to go to the bathroom. Get up, walk right to the bathroom. Yeah. I don't necessarily Someone, know about that for the bathroom. I mean, I get kind of where you're saying, though, is sometimes you're just not paying attention to your device. Got it? Right. You yeah, know, it's not so very you're one not priority. paying attention. Right. And you've got your turn paper on there. You've got pictures from your trip in Hawaii with your boyfriend. You've got contacts in there. Mm-hmm. You know, and you just leave it. Maybe, you know, you use the app and, you, you know, you have it. It's locked. You, you know, you don't. You have it locked. We hope you and have it yeah, we hope you have it locked. Some people don't, but you lo- unlocked it to check text message, and you've got it set mm-hmm. on a five minute lock. You get up, go, and after. you walked away two minutes after. Exactly. Your cell phone set gotcha. for anyone to pick up and go through. PSA now requires you to unlock your phone. When you go through the border control, they will have, sometimes ask you to unlock your phone. Well, yeah, and that's exactly kind of the issue I was hitting on earlier with border, uh, mm-hmm. with, with you know TSA and um, you know crossing the border and things like that. Is on one hand, privacy to many people is a concept of you don't want someone necessarily knowing everything about you. Um when you don't know anything really about them and potentially they may be scary stalker. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, we also run into authority and that delineation between personal, private, and secret. Mm-hmm. And those that those are fine lines between those three. Um, sometimes there are things that are personal. They're not mm-hmm. necessarily private. They're not mm-hmm. necessarily secret. Mm-hmm. Um, a secret no one else knows, or or no one else should know. Mm-hmm. The line between personal and private is a little mm-hmm. different. Yeah. Because that sometimes has everything to do with the context. Mm-hmm. For instance, I think personal information, like health conditions, that's personal. Mm-hmm. That involves me. And it is my decision whether or not I share that with others. Um, You know, I can choose to do that. It's not technically embarrassing if other people know that I have Mm -hmm. allergies or what my allergies are. And it may not even be a threat to me. Like the severity of my allergies are not such that you can't kill me with them. Theoretically, 
um, at least now that I have the um, epinephrine. Um, but even at that, um, they're not life-threatening allergies. Um, but then you also have private information, which kind of is in the divide. Private information are things that are not secret, but they're more than personal. They're in between. And those become things like, you know, eggplant pictures, um, you know, nude pictures of ourselves, um, the more serious parts of our, uh, of the more serious aspects um, or the things with higher repercussions if they are just divulged to anyone or things that we really need or deserve to have the option um, to keep to ourselves or to only share with a limited number of people if we want to. You know, you, you shouldn't be able to um, just take pictures of anyone you want to. That's called spy. Um, if I take pictures of myself, I should have the option to keep those to myself. If I wish to share those pictures of myself with someone else, that's private. You know, if I intend to send it from me to you and no one else, that's private. Um, But it also means all of this is stored on our phones. And this is where the privacy issue can kind of explode. Um, Is physical access to the device, such as crossing a border, TSA, um, being arrested, having it uh, demanded of you that you unlock your phone for whatever reason, you have suddenly robbed someone of personal, private, and secret, depending upon Mm -hmm. what's stored on their phone. And that's Mm -hmm. where this can get ugly. Um. And we were kind of having the conversation before the show, and I almost wish we had waited mm-hmm. and had it blindly right now. Because your right. reaction when I said uh-huh. it was uh-huh. the typical reaction that everyone has when you bring this next topic up. And now that I've developed the cliffhanger, do you want to run an ad? Sure. I'll go ahead and take a break, and we'll be right back. And you'll find us at www.themagichappens.com, your free online magazine. Are you looking for loving, caring, spiritual answers? Then you need to give Rainy a call. Her number is 
888-222-9277. She's able to give you a reading, see what your life path holds, plus what the angels and crossover loved ones has to say about it. Visit PsychicRainyLove.com for more details. And remember, Rainy spelled R-A-I-N-E. As a busy modern woman, I'm constantly on the go. Having to make multiple stops while I'm out shopping or getting things done just doesn't work for me. That's why I love going to the Crystal Lotus Shop for every one of my metaphysical needs. They have all the basics like stones, candles, sage, plus they carry jewelry, herbs, cards, a variety of unique gifts, and several other items you're probably looking for. Uh-oh, sounds like my husband's old college injury flared up again. That's okay. I can count on the team of healers at the Crystal Lotus to fix him right up. They offer massage, Reiki, Kalamni, as well as other energy modalities, all performed by licensed, highly trained, and gifted practitioners. And while he's being taken care of, I'll sit down and get some guidance by one of their accomplished psychic readers. Oh, and did I mention they do custom orders and have gift certificates as well? They even offer yoga several days a week for all levels of experience. Plus, the last Saturday of every month, they have Psychic Saturday, where they offer discounts on readings as well as many healing sessions. Stop in to meet Shauna and the rest of the family there. They're located at 89 Old Main Plaza in St. Albans, where the Loop Pharmacy used to be. Or give them a call at 304-729-8055. Crystal Lotus taking the spirit where the body cannot go. So I'm a cat, and I just moved in with this new human, and she's got this little toy she's always playing with, all day long. Tap, 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 bloop, bloop. She can't put it down. There it is. Oh, and get this. She even talks to it. Last week, she asked it for Chinese, and guess what? Egg rolls showed up like magic. Humans have cool toys. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Did you know that you can have a reading with Asen in person? Or you can reach him by phone, chat, or even text message. You should really check out his site, asenite.com, or give him a call. His number is 304-584-3592. Hi, welcome, relax, have a cup of your favorite topics with your hosts Asen Knight and Rain Love. There's nothing like a good conversation to warm your soul and give your spirit a break now and then. Acid and Love have such a wonderful way of exploring topics like psychic phenomena, important topics in our daily lives from a psychic's point of view, and you never know who else will stop by. The Psychic Coffee Shop, live on Blog Talk Radio. So come on in. We made a fresh cup of java just for you. Do you like
like a little more grrrr with your coffee? Then tune in to Mountain Bears here on Blog Talk on Friday nights at 9 p.m. for the latest in LGBT topics, current events, and technology. Every Friday night, we'll be here. Join us as the Mountain Bears explore these topics and more. Okay, welcome back. So, Joe was talking about secret apps, and, you know, we always do a pre-show and decide what has hit our bear meter of grrr. And I'm like, I really don't want to talk about those. Because we have, mm-hmm. you know, deal with every day. Well, and Cheers. That was our cliffhanger going into the break. Uh-huh. That was our cliffhanger going into the break. These are yeah. apps that range from one end of the trust spectrum to the other. And uh-huh. the way that many people use them is exactly what elicited that, nah, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to mm-hmm. tell people how to cheat on their spouse. Right. Um, which I not my mission, not good for my job. Yeah, not good, not good. Um, and I understand yeah. that. Um, and before we get into that topic, and I know I'm doing mm-hmm. another cliffhanger, but before we get into that topic, um, mm-hmm. I think it's important to note all technology has the potential to be abused, misused, and used for purposes the creator never imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes probably as far back as the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the inventor of the wheel and the inventor of fire never intended for people to be run over with cars or witches to be burned at the stake. Nowhere in there was that an intended original use? Right. Um, so, and ironically, so much of what we now call technology, um, right. the more digital side of technology, mm-hmm. we can think porn for. Can we just point that out? Porn is what created and, or more importantly, solved the debate between beta and VHS. And for those of you too young to know, cassette tapes of movies were a thing, and there were two different standards. Really different. They didn't work. They didn't interoperate. One called beta, one called VHS. Porn won the VHS versus beta war. Um, mm-hmm. When it came to the internet, the very first things that started to pop up online were porn sites. One, mm-hmm. one of the early original uses of you know websites was porn. One of the early mm-hmm. uses of the Kodak camera was porn. If I remember my history correctly, Henry Ford redesigned uh, 
their vehicle line to prevent couples from having sex in his cars. Um, mm-hmm. Made your roof smaller. Yeah, yeah short the roof, roof smaller. Yeah. Yeah, shorten the roof height, or, yeah. And so over time, you will see that sex, porn, somewhere in there, will eventually change technology. It will settle the debate. It will become a primary use. It will um, be the early adopter. Because if you think you have high-def webcam just because, you know, grandma's speaking coast-to-coast to to their grandchildren demanded it, no, you can think um, porn chat. Yeah, mm-hmm. those, those lovely sites that, you know, you can go view naked people on. You can think those for your high-def webcam. But regardless, as mm-hmm. we deal with technology, there will often be potentially and oftentimes are negative uses of that technology. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure that Ford and the creation of the Econoline, big cargo van, Mm -hmm. I'm sure Ford is too happy. Exactly. That's what everyone knows it as. No No one at Ford can be happy about being known as the rate ban company. Mm-hmm. Again, these things happen. No. Um, so with that, when we talk about hidden apps, the immediate reaction for many people is cheating. You 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 hide apps when you're. Mm-hmm doing something when you're breaking trust. Mm -hmm. And in many cases, that's true. In many cases, that is very, very 100% completely true. However, much like any other technology, it doesn't all have to be bad. You can also use them. Um, now, your 50-cent solution, let's start there. Mm-hmm. Your 50-cent solution is create folders, mm-hmm. put the content you don't want other people having easy access to in it, and you don't mm-hmm. have a problem. Um, put it on Sims card. Not a Sims card. Put it on the uh, what's the little card you put in my phones? You have five hundred of them. <laughs> SD card. Yes. Put it on an SD card. Make it not part of your backup. And when you open up the camera roll to show Grandma your picture of your egg parmesan. She doesn't see a picture of your egg. Okay, oh, God. Really? You had to choose that as the food? 
Oh, God, do you know what I just visualized? <laughs> We've had a whole euphemistic conversation about eggplants. <laughs> And then you used to go throwing out eggplant parmesan. I hate you so much right now. Oh, God. Really? You don't like eggplant parmesan. <laughs> oh, that was so wrong. Wow. You've waited the whole show for that one, haven't you? You just sat there and, and you have held that in like a fart in church. Just yes. on it. I and did. Just, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. Well, I'm derailed for the night. Wow. <laughs> That'll fix that. But anyhow. This is a solution that's easy, and you can you can password lock those folders. Mm-hmm. Not a problem. You can make it so mm-hmm. Google doesn't back up those folders. Not a problem. It's a quick, mm-hmm. easy solution that doesn't open a back door or a front door or a side door. Depending upon, well, depending upon your method of doing it. Now, if mm-hmm. we're talking about ingrained features of the particular phone, phone company, phone company's add-on software. Now, mm-hmm. if if you're talking about that, you may not always have your no backdoor guarantee. Right. Well, with it stored on a... Mm -hmm. Stored locally, I understand. But, Mm -hmm. but, the issue you can run into is some of those password protection features Mm -hmm. or encryption features that are included Mm -hmm. in your phone and they, they they have a range. Everything from the software on your phone will, um, you know, Samsung I believe is was one of the early ones that did it. Um, their TouchWiz interface deal, their little overlay for Android, um, okay. allowed a number of features that mm-hmm. would allow you to password protect folders and hide folders, hide apps, hide, 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 hide. There were a lot of things yeah. you could do. Um, mm-hmm. That's all great, well, fine, and good, but here's your problems. Samsung is a large company. Um, some of the things that they did with that included bundled software um, I don't know that I would inherently call backdoor free. Some of it would, um, as part of the whole package of the software that they um, installed and you couldn't remember, um, didn't allow you to opt out of backups. You could tell Google not to back up. You could tell this, that, and everything else not to back up. But it would forcibly back up your phone. 
everything on it. Sure. So that's what I'm saying is be careful of that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, be careful what you think you're getting. Um, sure. Sometimes the included bundled software, um, depending upon there and what it is, mm-hmm. may not be as secure as you think it is. Right. Um, so look out and pay attention to what, make sure you're getting what you think you're getting. Right. Read your stuff. Because mm-hmm. it'll tell you step by step, do you want to do this? Yes. Do you want to do that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that kind of works normally. It'll normally do what you need it to do. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're just trying to keep your stuff private. Well, more so if you're somewhere in that spectrum between personal and private. Right. You know, your life's not going to be ruined by the content therein or your bigger focus is on you don't want to show grandma the eggplant with the eggplant parmesan. Right. You know, as in you don't want to show her your eggplant next to the picture of a food item. Um, Mm -hmm. In that situation, it will often work beautifully. Beautifully. Mm -hmm. And it is the 50 cent solution. If that's what you need, that's what you get. Um, mm-hmm. And that will work beautifully for you. Mm-hmm. That's not always mm-hmm. quite what we're doing. Right. Um, because as you start straddling the line between uh, between private and secret, mm-hmm. which, and I know, because of the 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 cheating aspect um, uh-huh. that makes all this wonky. Um, uh-huh. And I, I, no one can help that. So I'll just flat out say, if you want to know how to cheat on your spouse and or how to catch them, uh-huh. this is the part of the show where we get into both. Right. Um, yeah. So it's a win-lose after this point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You may learn how to, you know, cheat on your spouse, or you may learn how to catch them, and on to the opposite ends of the couch, you may be learning the same uh, thing differently. Um, Correct. Yeah. yeah. So, with hidden apps and app hiders and content um, encryption, okay, those are two separate areas. The first one and the one that you're more familiar with, that you are more um, knee-jerk about, is app hiders. And these are apps mm-hmm. that pretend to be something else, typically. Um, and what they do is pretty much what they sound like. 
Um, they masquerade as, say, a calculator, a word processor, a file manager, a game, something that you wouldn't even, like, if you're looking on someone's phone, you're not really going to pay attention to. Bubble Blaster or Calculator do not seem like places you're going to find really interesting content. Mm-hmm. Um, but what they can do um, is because they say that, they, ha- they create a first layer of security through obscurity. Um, and that is you can't see the forest for the trees. That when, as you look into that forest of apps, mm-hmm. those trees don't stand out. Everyone's phone has a calculator. Everyone's phone just about has a file manager of some variety. Mm-hmm. Um and sometimes people install multiples of those. Um, mm-hmm. Even legitimately, legitimately on my phone, there are two calculators. And they're literally two calculators. One is the, the included calculator. And the other one is called calc tape. Um, and it works like a... Um, tape roll calculator is you can sit there and not only look at it like it's a roll on an adding machine, but you can print it like it is a roll (laughs) on an adding machine. I dearly love it. Um, Because you can also go in. Anyway, total off track. But sometimes there's legitimately two calculator apps on someone's phone. So, again, you don't see the forest for the trees. They hide, however. They are a front to hide applications, create a hidden storage um, that isn't backed up, that is password protected or fingerprint locked. Um, each one does something different, or they do mostly the same things, similar features across the board. Um, you know. Mm-hmm. For some, for a lot of people, I'm sure that use these, um, mm-hmm. it is a method to avoid detection by their spouse that they are talking to someone else, exchanging pictures, scheduling hookups, having an affair, meeting in a hotel, leading a whole life that they don't know about. And that's one form of secrecy. Um, And that's trust-breaking. Right. Now, on the flip side of that, uh-huh. Okay, I'll let you go. Sorry. Uh, I'm on that side. Mm-hmm. Easy to do. Because, you know, my gut reaction was, okay, how do we tell if it's on a phone? All of these apps are stored within the Play Store or within your Apple iTunes Store under secret apps. 
go pop out. It becomes it's installed yeah. on the phone. It'll shut. It is the biggest key term for these applications. Mm-hmm. I would. It may not be the perfect way to search for every single one of them that exists. Mm-hmm. But you should probably be able to find, I would say, a good 90-plus percent of them mm-hmm. um, because it's what people search for when they go to mm-hmm. install the app. Mm-hmm. Kind of the irony uh, that when you look at it, all people cheat the exact same way. Yeah. There's patterns well, of behavior know. that occur. And when you want to hide your app, mm-hmm. you type in secret app. Right. And that kind of leads me to another note. And it's actually in one of my rules. Uh, which one of these days I'm going to write a book called Asian's Rules. People are lazy. They are mm-hmm. severely lazy when it comes to mm-hmm. usernames. Sometimes not lazy to passwords, but they're severely lazy to usernames. If you're chatting with someone and they have a username, all you got to do is type username, quotation mark, the username, quotation mark, and hit search. And it'll pop up everywhere that username is. Most sites. Now, there are exceptions to that, and we should point those out. Uh-huh. That's not how you're going to find someone on Grinder, or necessarily uh-huh. find someone on Grinder, find someone on, you know, some of the hookup apps. If they are absolutely the and they don't have a pardon? If they're, if they don't have the, if you don't, when you look at the app, Mm-hmm. And you know, you look at the app, and it says "hot tonight." That's not their username. Yeah. Okay, well, that's exactly. not the username that they can, you know, they can track. However, like Match.com, they have a username, and that's their username. Um, mm-hmm. And again, people are lazy, severely lazy, and they will. Immediately you tap it, and you know, or open it, and boom, there's the username because that's what their profile is sorted by as usernames, and you can instantly see the username. Well, On the other that, side of that, that, well, but that brings up a good point. Um, that also mm-hmm. plays into if you're using applications to meet people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make significant variations in your usernames because yeah. if you're if you're cool dude thirteen twenty four on this app that app and this other app and you also use that as your den and you use it as your Facebook and your Twitter and your Instagram. You and your flicker, you will run into people that will do exactly the same thing 
mm-hmm. and you've just given them everything. Like, here's the keys to my mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. Come on in. And mm-hmm. from a stalker perspective, that username mm-hmm. can be gold because exactly. often um, because there are people that have one username or one very similar username for mm-hmm. everything, and mm-hmm. that covers everything from Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, you know, all of it. And so when you go mm-hmm. search that or you, you know, like take the numbers off of that, can mm-hmm. in, um, inadvertently find all the whole treasure trove. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So back on work on the mm-hmm. – When you're trying to – which works, if you're trying to mm-hmm. – See if this one is a stalker, <coughs> or if this one is a cheater, because the so comments will be you go out and somewhere. you stalk the person you think could potentially be a stalker. Well, you're not stalking them. Stalkerish behavior, but you're not <laughs> stalking them. Uh-huh. Um, because yeah, you Google the username, you can see. Oh, here's a comment from the ex-girlfriend or here's a comment to this, or here's a comment from this, and it's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going on a date with you because I can see you just got out of a relationship and she just made comments about how you abused the hell out of her. Or politely say, I'm sorry, I had something come up. <laughs> and then never talk to them Again, yeah. um, you know, because if you're talking, if you're already talking to someone that you can go search online and find out they're abusive, um, okay. I'm not going to say that I absolutely 100% read this somewhere, but I would think, I would assume abuse could be a fairly good indicator of someone potentially having um, traits of a stalker. Um, Mm -hmm. Because there's some overlap between stalker and abusive. Mm -hmm. They both end up often being in that control and manipulate. So mm-hmm. if you're looking at someone who's physically abusive, typically physical abuse doesn't occur in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. It's usually accompanied by manipulation, gaslighting, um, mm-hmm. controlling behaviors. Um, you know, it, it typically people who will physically hit or will emotionally harm are doing a lot more than just that. It doesn't happen the one time. Um, And as a side note, you're not going to love them better. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's just going to escalate. 
But with that, on the flip side of trust, mm-hmm. as in keeping trust, we often need ways to keep things that are secret, that are not affairs, um, secure on our phones. Now, one of the biggest included ways has become um, fingerprint access, um, which can sometimes have a failure rate. They're getting better. Fingerprint access is a lot better than it used to be um, Mm -hmm. on phones. It doesn't mean it's perfect. Um, That's part of the biometrics category. And biometrics is simply, it's a part of your physical body used to authenticate. So that covers everything from facial recognition, um, voice match, fingerprint, um, and then the more advanced would be your retinal scanning and you know, things like that. So you can get right. very complicated or very that one. And I need some tips for that one is don't use your index finger. Why? Because it is the easiest finger to hold up to something if you're asleep. <laughs> yes, there is a lovely commercial about that with the kid who's like a toddler who like grabs his mom's hand and logs in so he can do something on the com- on like a tablet. It's great. Mm-hmm. I love that little kid. Yeah. It's like yeah. It's like oh, I'll teach him young. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, it I I love that commercial. It's hilarious. Um mm-hmm. especially the reaction on her face is like well, that failed. But you mm-hmm. can see her sitting there going, uh-huh, childproof locks, those failed. Outlet covers, those were useless. Childproof caps on mm-hmm. medicine bottles, not really. Yeah, you know, there's nothing kids can't get into or find a way around. Um, mm-hmm. And it, you got to sleep at some point. Um mm-hmm. You know, um, but yeah, um, that is yeah. one of the easier. Um, it's often the most useful finger for people. It is also, as you say, it's it's very easy um, in certain circumstances um, to, especially when someone's napping or sleeping, um, mm-hmm. that if they're a fairly sound sleeper to just place that device Mm -hmm. under their hand and press the button. Mm -hmm. So, yes. So, sorry. Finally, trust, now that we have eight minutes. Um, On the trust side, one of the biggest things is encryption of a device. And that often occurs at the hardware and storage level. Now, while that's useful for, say, crossing a border, 
um, not necessarily as useful for effectively for that to occur, the phone has to be powered off and back on. Your from everything that I understand, and if I'm wrong, then I've, I will double I will double check myself to make sure I get this right. Um, and if I get it wrong, we will correct it next show. Um, once you um, turn on your phone and you have unlocked it with the encryption password, your phone is now wide open. Um, it does not re-encrypt until it turns off. That's the last mm-hmm. thing it does before it turns off. So when mm-hmm. you turn it back on, you have to have that uh, password to de-encrypt. Um, mm-hmm. So that's useful going through TSA, crossing the border, whatever. Um, or situations where your phone gets lost or stolen. Um if you can access Google before they can, you can power off that phone in your data space. Now, on the other side of, uh, or in the same category of trust, um, hidden apps may also be useful, um, depending upon the type of content who you're talking to, what you're talking about, and how you're talking to them. Um, But that can get a little dicey. Mm -hmm. Because once you have the ability to log into that hidden app section, um, Mm -hmm. or you know that a hidden app is there, depending upon what information you're keeping secret, Once you know that's there, once you have searched secret app and you have found that there is a app hider there or a content hider or whatever, um, once you get to that point, depending upon what information it is that you have, um, you may end up in a situation where that's not going to help you now. Mm-hmm. Now, as for legitimate uses, um, ironically, and again, I get to use the word ironically, um, ironically, I see professionally what ASIN does as a potential best example mm-hmm. of when you may want or when you may have private or, or and secret that you need to keep secure um, because the conversations that um, you may have with someone through text or the information that you send to them in response may not be things that or are most definitely not things that they want publicly shared. And that is often a really good 
that can be a really good use of those devices. Now, within that, you've made some alterations in how you store information um, so that it's not readily identifiable by clients. That, you know, if you're Jane Doe and you send him a text message, there's not a contact in your phone that says Jane Doe. Right. And also, you know, and this this gets confusing for clients. I don't keep records of my clients. If it's a text message, Mm -hmm. a phone call, whatever... As soon as I'm done with it, it's done. It's deleted. The logs are deleted. I don't store that. I also don't use my personal phone for my work. They're two different phones. Right. They are. They are. Well, we're out of time, but these are kind of some best practices to look at. We're going to continue Mm -hmm. this next show and start talking about some of these other new applications coming out there on ways to secure your phone and your computer and your tablet um, other than just base encryption. And you're also going to have to come up with a recipe for eggplant parmesan. Not a problem, honey. I have a lovely recipe that I'll be posting over on our Facebook page, The Mountain Bears. Go over there, like us, share us, and subscribe to us so you can keep up with all we're doing every week. Absolutely. So well, I guess I'll see you see guys you Tuesday. Yeah. And yeah. Joe will be back next Friday. So until then, good night, y'all. Good night, Joe. Good night. Do you like a little more grrr with your coffee? Then tune in to Mountain Bears here on Blog Talk on Friday nights at 9 p.m. for the latest in LGBT topics, current events, and technology. Every Friday night, we'll be here. Join us as the Mountain Bears explore these topics. To actually get the whole outfit.